Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Dr. Duke Show. I am he, and he is joined today by Alex Newman, also another he. You haven't changed your pronouns, have you? Well, still uh, Generalissimo and Your Highness will do. Thank you. Amen. Don't miss that'll gender. do it. Well, as long as it's he, I'm, I can go with all the other stuff. So uh, we have some stories today that are pretty shocking, as usual. And I want to say you can watch this program. I hope you watch the next 20 minutes. But I'm telling you right now, you can save yourself a lot of trouble just by pulling your kids out of public school. What we're going to tell you today is more reason to get them out. There's no argument anymore. You can't redeem these schools. We start with a former woke mom. This is a Latina mom who, was, who considered herself very progressive, hip, with it, prone down flexible. A former woke Latina mom pulls her 13-year-old daughter out of a Texas school after she was asked to play a seducing hooker in a game in a classroom. This was called a team-building exercise. Her 13-year-old was meant to become and play the role of a hooker seducing Johns or Jamies, depending upon your pronouns, I supposed. Alex, what, what is happening with this garbage? Uh, this is just the tip of the iceberg, Duke, as you know. Uh, this is now becoming normal for, for teachers to have children doing absolutely insane things, uh, including obscene sexual topics that under normal circumstances adults would be arrested for talking to children about. Uh, and this is just one example of that, having little girls pretend to be hookers when they're 13 years old as part of some game or team-building exercise. Um, you know, th this is now the mainstream in America. The only people who haven't caught up are the people who aren't in the system, the people who are not uh, paying attention to the system. But this is now what passes as normal in the government funded schools of the United States. Yeah, we have a video of this mom. Again, again, I like the fact that she's formerly woke. If radical woke migrants or, or, or uh, Hispanics who come to this country are now seeing this, how bad is it? Take a look at her. It was actually uh, boys and girls that were asked to participate in this game. Um, if you've heard of it or if you've Googled it, it's basically a replacement of rock, paper, scissors, which they could have just played rock, paper, scissors. Um, and it has children pose, role play uh, a angry bear, a shooting, uh, shooting hunter to another peer, right, pointing to another peer, and then a seducing hooker with a hand behind the ear and one on the hip. So that's, uh, they were lined up in order of maturity level, so youngest to oldest, uh, in one class. And then in another class, they were lined up, uh, or they were actually offered candy. So, and it was two separate teachers uh, in two separate classrooms. Ah, candy instead of money for sexual uh, advancement. Isn't this wonderful? And one of the questions that I, I points that needs to be made, Alex, is how, how is this even remotely surprising? If you're teaching children graphic sex, how to perform graphic sex acts in elementary and middle school, you're, in, uh, consider, you're, you're teaching them gender theology. I call it theology, right? That you either believe what we tell you, uh, that you are not a boy or a girl, or else you're going to get punished by some angry progressive God. If you're spending so much time sexualizing little kids, are we surprised that we're actually putting them in radically sexual positions. And from the perspective of the left, the, the sex positive left, right? What's wrong with paying for, for, for sex? Why shouldn't little kids sell their bodies if they wish to do so? 
Yeah. And this is part of a narrative that's been uh, increasingly normalized over the last couple of decades by organizations like Planned Parenthood that are in government schools all across the country, normalizing perversion, sex acts, abortion. Um, you know, they, they've put out numerous publications where they say that children have uh, human rights to explore their sexuality. Children have human rights to uh, to enjoy sex. Right. Uh, and, and what they're doing is they're grooming them for this type of thing. Uh, and when you add to that the fact that they're not actually getting an education. And that's not my opinion. The government's data shows that clearly. They're not learning how to read. They're not learning how to write. They're not learning math. They're not learning history. They're not learning anything that a normal parent assumes their child is learning in school. What jobs are going to be left, right? I mean, hookers and, and I mean, really, what, what else are these kids going to do? Uh, it, it's that disgusting. It's that sick. And uh, frankly, you know, I think all the adults here need to be held responsible, but they won't be, right? The school just put out a statement, oh, sorry, that wasn't part of our curriculum. It didn't live up to our excellent standards, and so we're sorry. Uh, but that's what they always say, and they only say it when they get caught. Unless and until these people are punished, and unless and until parents do the right thing like this mom did and yank their kids out of these brainwash camps, this kind of sickness, this kind of psychopathy and perversion is going to get worse. It's just that simple. So from the story, Gruber pulled her teenage daughter out of the school after she found out her teacher got students in her classroom to play the game known as Bear, Hooker, and Hunter. I mean, who, who comes up with this? Instead of rock, paper, scissors, it's Bear, Hooker, and Hunter. Uh, Gruber, who was originally from Puerto Rico, claims that her daughter and other seventh graders in the social emotional learning class were paired up with one another and struck poses. Social emotional learning. You and I have talked about this many times. You think, mom and dad, that this is, they're looking after your emotional welfare of your children. They're getting sociologists to work with your kids to make sure that they're open-hearted, wonderful children. This is what social emotional learning is. It is not innocent. It is not neutral. It is critical race theory. It is all about the sexuality your kids are learning. And in this case, case notice the admission. There are actual classes of social uh, emotional learning. It is not just informing every other part of the curriculum. It is now school time subject matter that is being taught to your kids and it's not on any list. You'll never see it on the report cards. That's right, Duke. And what's happening actually is a transition away from academic goals and academic metrics like student can read, student can do, uh, you know, X, Y, Z mathematics, uh, and toward what they call social emotional goals involving the what they call the affective domain. In other words, your mind, your mindset, your psychological makeup. Uh, and what they're really doing here is they are manipulating the attitudes, values, and beliefs, and really the worldview of children. Uh, they're breaking down systematically the worldview that parents have tried to instill in their children for many generations across Christendom, uh, the, the biblical worldview, uh, and they're replacing it with this pagan worldview where ethics and morality are relative, uh, and all of this goes back to SEL. Uh, it actually gets even crazier. The origins of SEL are in the occult. And again, that's not my opinion. That is a documented fact. Uh, as I was digging into SEL some years ago, I, I think I did the first uh, investigative critical report of SEL. Uh, it didn't take me long to get from Castle, the, the main Bill Gates-funded uh, social-emotional learning outfit, over to the Fetzer Institute. In fact, Castle bragged on its website in the history section that the idea for social emotional learning actually came out of the Fetzer Institute. So I looked up the Fetzer Institute. It was founded by this new age guru, a disciple of uh, Lucifer Publishing Company founder, Alice Bailey. Uh, they do weird spiritual incantations at their headquarters. And a lot of their leadership who were intimately involved in developing social emotional learning and are now involved in pushing it out around the world, uh, they are 
openly, and in their words, communicating with spiritual entities. And so regardless of where you are you know, on your religious views, if you're a Christian and not a Christian, uh, I think it's, it's a fairly common sense proposal that people who are communicating with spirits and want to uh, radically reshape the values and attitudes of your children should not have access to your children, certainly not without parental permission, without a full understanding of the psychological and spiritual programming, and without uh, informed consent about what this means, and certainly at taxpayer expense. So we've got like four strikes here at least, and yet this is now ubiquitous all across the United States and even the world. Well, Maria Gruber, the mom in question, quote, she said, when she told when, when my daughter told me about kids getting up in class and posing as hookers, I almost crashed the car. Now, what's interesting to me about this, Alex, is that as horrifying as this is, OK, you got a, a seventh grader acting as a stereotypical prostitute, right? One hand behind the ear, almost like Marilyn Monroe-ish with a hand on the hip. But this is tame, Alex, compared to the actual sexual education your kids are getting. This is, you're going to drive your car off the road as a former left winger because your daughter's mimicking a prostitute as opposed to learning about anal sex in fifth grade or uh, being told in elementary school that their body, their bodies don't match their biology, that this is what made her so radically angry. It's just odd, right? When you think about how far behind the curve parents are when it comes to how fast the left is just destroying their children with all this garbage. Yeah, there's a tremendous amount of ignorance among parents, Duke. You and I both know this. I mean, you and I have gone all across this country uh, speaking to parents in churches, at political meetings all over the United States. And, um, you know, they are consistently surprised by the evidence that we're showing them, which is coming from even the most conservative rural school districts in America. This stuff is now ubiquitous, and yet parents are kept in the dark. Uh, part of this is that the schools are actually telling these children not to share these things with their parents. Uh, they're telling the kids that their parents are not a safe space, that their parents won't be affirming. Uh, so these kids are, are literally being given the same instructions that pedophiles give to children, right? Don't talk to your mom and dad about this. This is our little secret, okay? Uh, that's what pedophiles and groomers do to children. That's what public schools are doing to children right now. And the parents, uh, and I think, you know, we have to be honest, parents bear part of the responsibility here. They have an obligation. If you're going to entrust your children to a group of strangers, if you're going to delegate the task that God has given to you to educate, disciple, and, and raise your children, at the very least, you ought to know something about what your children are being taught. And so, you know, I think moms and dads, uh, they have some degree of accountability. They need to have some degree of responsibility for the obvious ignorance that people like this uh, lady here who was so, so surprised to learn that the children were posing as hookers. Uh, you know, they should know these things. Well, you use the word groomer, which I think is, is apt, apt, but not nearly strong enough. Meanwhile, in Washington state, Washington state Democrats are actually trying to pass legislation that would make it a crime to use the word groomer when talking about public school teachers. That's how bad the left is getting with this. And it goes a little further than this, too. The mom says... Uh, uh, the teachers in this class were pretty young, unquote. So you can imagine what kind of people are coming out of universities now to teach our kids. And that's an important warning as well. The younger the teacher, the more they don't know how to even teach math or reading or science or history. All they know is this radical sexual transformation of public education. So literally, if you've got a teacher may maybe under the age of 30 or 28 years old in your kid's class, she is not a teacher. 
She is a sex counselor and a guidance counselor of critical race theory. She is not there in any way, shape, or form to teach or educate your kids. And I think very, almost nobody realizes this. Yep, I, I think you're exactly right. The, these teachers who are now being indoctrinated in these teachers' colleges, um, they're really not learning how to educate. In fact, they're being prevented from learning how to educate. They're still teaching the quackery that we've known since the 1840s is going to produce reading disabilities and a hatred of reading in children. Uh, so they are being trained, actually, and, and I think many of them unwittingly, to handicap children, to sexualize children, to indoctrinate children and turn them into little Marxist revolutionaries. Uh, and unfortunately, this is true even in uh, conservative states, even in some Christian colleges. Uh, that's how bad this has gotten. That's how ubiquitous this has gotten. Um, and and I, you know, when, when parents ask me, well, you know, how can I homeschool my children? I don't have any degree in education. I say that's a huge benefit. The last thing in the world you want is a degree in education, because then you're going to have to unlearn all of that garbage if you want to provide your children with a proper education. Isn't it amazing that even teachers, moms and dads, excuse me, who want to do the right thing, think they can't do it because they have one of this absolutely worthless education diplomas. Uh, that that's that it's that level of disconnect that's causing uh, giving the left the power to do what they're doing more moving forward and and alex it's not just sex we 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 could spend sex is the most perhaps graphic aspect of all of this even slightly more graphic than the racism that's that's being taught to our kids in the name of critical race theory still to come sexual book series about students attempting to assassinate their alien teacher whatever that means added to school e-library think about this for a second now we're giving kids books where they fantasize about killing their teachers. Stay with us. Yes, you heard that teaser there. We have a sexualized book series about students attempting to assassinate their alien teacher added to a school e-library, a public school in Wisconsin, which I, where I am, and I'm not the least bit surprised it's Wisconsin again, recently added a fantasy book series to its e-library about a group of students who plot to assassinate their teacher, drawing criticism from a parent, at least one in the district. This is Elmbrook School. We've had major problems with Elmbrook, Elmbrook schools before. Librarians included five books from the Assassination Classroom series. There it is, the Assassination Classroom. It's not a book, it's a series of books where discontented kids murder graphically their teachers. Now. Alex, if I go back to you for a second, do we not live in a world and a time in which lockdowns of schools, all this concern about the progressive left concerned about guns, we got to get rid of guns, we got to ban guns, we got to make sure guns, the word gun is expelled from our language, unless unhappy progressive kids don't like their teachers, then we'll give them uh, car uh, cartoon books, comic books that, you know, gun them down. Yeah, we've seen this over and over again, Duke, where a little six-year-old girl who makes her fingers into a shape of a gun, they'll lock down the school, they'll call in the parents, they'll bring in the police department and do a risk assessment and things like this. Uh, you know, a kid chews his Pop-Tart into the shape of a gun and, uh, you know, they're going to call in the SWAT team. But then, you know, that, that's all terrible. How dare these kids be doing that? But then if we're talking about killing teachers or if we're talking about um, punching Nazis, and of course everybody is a Nazi who the progressive left disagrees with, then not only is that acceptable, it's morally good. Um, and, and this is no surprise, right? The, these children are being trained using tools like values clarification to uh, 
totally think in this manner. They're being trained that re, uh, morality is relative. It's not necessarily always wrong to murder somebody. If you're murdering somebody for the greater good, uh, that's quite acceptable. So this stuff is not surprising at all. Uh, it, it, it actually is just the tip of the iceberg. It's part of something much bigger that's happening, and that is the total restructuring of the values of these children to believe that murder is acceptable, to believe that the ends justify the means, um, and to reject traditional biblical morality like thou shalt not murder. Uh, and so I think this is just really a symptom of the problem, which is that they're instilling a very dangerous, a revolutionary worldview in these children uh, for the same reason, I think, that Adolf Hitler and Chairman Mao and Joseph Stalin tried to instill this worldview in children. You cannot turn uh, you know, good Christians into concentration camp guards. You cannot turn good Christians into people who will put their neighbors onto trains. Uh, but when you radicalize and scramble the minds of these young people, well, next generation, you could probably do that. Yeah, and you need to see it to believe it. Take a look at some of these images from this uh, comic book. You've got kids, young children, including girls in inappropriately short skirts, who are holding the kinds of rifles and machine guns that the left loses their mind about. These are all the things that we're supposed to get rid of, right? Because as Joe Biden says in his drowsy state of anility, right? Uh, nobody needs more than six bullets. Nobody needs more than a, a shotgun. Well, okay, fine, here you go. This is the progressive left for you. And look at that hardware that they're sporting in the classroom. And the other thing, every single kid, right? has this. Now, this isn't satire. If you're, if you're some uh, wayward progressive who wandered into this program and are laughing right now because this, this doctor pastor, this isn't, uh, this, is, this is satire, right? We're satire, sat, satirizing gun culture. We're making fun of you right-wing bigots. No, that's not the purpose of this. This is, you read through these comic books, it's about young people violently reacting against those older people like you and me, Alex, who dare to have an opinion, we should shut up and die, only the children. This is very hitler Jugend. This is very much what happened in the Soviet Union. Uh, look at some more of these images here, too. And this obviously is written by, a, uh, I believe, a Japanese person. And notice the uh, anime quality of all of this. All about schools and murdering and killing. And by the way, calling the teacher an alien. The premise seems to be that he is not of this world. But isn't it the progressive left that sees the word alien as a great, horrific racial slur? How are we not to believe that that alien teacher is not a Mexican, a Mexican who crossed the border? Where's the progressive left CRT crowd with that kind of stereotyping? Yeah. And, and uh, you know, I think you touched on something really, really important, Duke. What they're doing here is they are normalizing this idea of violence, of killing. And we've seen this repeatedly in the public schools where they're normalizing the idea of violence as long as the violence is directed at the people that the progressive left wants you to hate. Uh, and so what's happening here is these kids are actually being psychologically prepared for something wicked. Now, and, and if you think about it, you add this propaganda into the broader context of what's happening here, where these children are being told that uh, society is oppressive, that if you are heterosexual, if you are male, if your ancestors came from Europe, if you are cisgender, if you speak English as your native tongue, that you're part of the oppressor class. But if you, uh, if your ancestors came from somewhere else, if you're a homosexual, a transgender, uh, a woman, whatever it is, then you're a victim, you're oppressed.
Well, what they're doing here is they're training these alleged oppressed forces to rise up violently against the oppressor forces, and they're normalizing the concept of violence to achieve these ends. Uh, this is playing with fire. This is incredibly, incredibly dangerous. Uh, and so I don't think we should be surprised when 10, 15, 20 years down the line, we start seeing things like uh, mass murder, uh, more school shootings, um, more uh, killing of innocent people. And we're starting to see this already, right? In big cities all across America, uh, the, these roving gangs of angry young people feel totally entitled to beat somebody mercilessly, to shoot somebody in the face. Why? Because they've been trained in their school that they're oppressed, they're victims, and that anything they do to repay that, to take what is rightfully theirs, is justifiable. Uh, this is a part of that. Yeah, and you said it exactly right. We are completely entitling bad behavior, including murder and violence and, and shoplifting, all the things that we've been seeing going on, the, the looting. We are entitling that. You are entitled to that because you're not white, you're not male, you're not Christian, and you're not uh, heterosexual. Anybody who doesn't fit that, that descriptor is free to do what they want. And the more damage you inflict, the more your anger is being vented for what, again, white dudes have done to you from the story. This is from the science fiction manga series of books, which is a type of comic book or graphic novel originating in Japan. And it documents the attempt, repeated attempts by a group of students to assassinate their alien teacher and includes sexualized content and pictures of students bringing guns and knives and heavy weapons into the classroom. This is a quote. Ever caught yourself screaming, I could just kill that teacher? What would it take to justify such antisocial behavior and a week of detention? Think about that. It's okay to kill your teacher, but you just got to be aware for the fact that you might get a deten detention for a couple weeks. Seriously. Uh, you might get detention for offing the teacher that you hate. That's a pretty low price to pay, is it not, Alex? It is. And, uh, folks, this is the same kind of thing that happened in communist China. You know, the, the critical race theory really clicked for me when I interviewed uh, Lily Tang Williams some years ago. And she explained to me how Chairman Mao actually was using these exact same tactics to radicalize young people in China. They divided them up into oppressor and oppressed. They normalized and even tacitly approved violence. And before long, you had roving bands of students turning in their teachers, turning in their parents to be tortured and murdered. Uh, it actually, this whole story, fits very well with one that I just did for the Newman Report, where uh, schools all across Maine are deploying these radicalized uh, teams of young people. They call them civil rights teams to go around and bully, harass, and terrorize students who do not bow at the author of all the three-letter acronyms, the diversity, equity, inclusion, the LGBTQLMNOP, the BLM, the Black Lives Matter, right? Um, and so now they're using students as enforcers for this, and they're training them. They're psychologically preparing them to use violence for an uprising against the oppressor, in this case, the teacher, in the case of that book, uh, but in, in other cases, really the broader oppressor class that our children are being programmed to think exists. And don't ex exclude from that what you just said, the sexualization and the violence. Notice that it's violence and sex and sex and violence. Sociologically, they are linked in the minds of these children so that the more sex positive they are taught to be, the more violent they can be really quickly to wind this down. One illust illustration in the book depicts a young woman in a short dress with a small holster strapped to her up upper left thigh while she straddles a naked young man on his back on a mat. Mattress, right? So while she's grinding on him, 
uh, everything barely com covered by her skirt. It, also, she's got that gun and the violence and the sex are, sex are brought together. Uh, at, you give you the last five seconds to, to make a comment, Alex. Yeah, these are inextricably linked. Right? It's the, the absolute breakdown of biblical morality, of the uh, Christian worldview, and the replacement with this revolutionary ideology from hell. Uh, parents, the threat of this is absolutely enormous. And that's going to wrap up this show. If you have any questions, comments, or want to support this show, simply visit drdukeshow.com. For all of us at The Dr. Duke Show, thank you so much. And we will be very grateful when we see you next time. Thanks, Alex.